Hi, my name's Rachel and I live with MS. Hence the name of this podcast, My Living with MS. Um, this is just me this week, but there will be guests in the future. Today is about a webinar that I was a panellist on for the MS Society where I got to share my lived experience of changing symptoms. So let's go. Recently, I was a panelist on a webinar sharing my lived experience with the changing symptoms of multiple cirrhosis. What is multiple cirrhosis? This is taken from the MS Society website and is information provided by MS nurses that can be found also on the MS helpline. Multiple cirrhosis MS is a condition that affects your brain and spinal cord. In MS, the coating that protects your nerves, myelin, is damaged. This causes a range of symptoms like blood vision and problems with how we move, think and feel. I have all three. There are three types of MS, and out of these, I live with primary progressive. However, there is also relapsing remitting, secondary progressive, and primary progressive. You might also hear of benign. However, most often, this is stable primary progressive i.e. you've had an MRI scan and there are no activity on the lesions on your brain. Relapsing remitting, often known as RRMS, is people have distinct attacks of symptoms which then fade away either partially or completely. Symptoms you've had before might come back or you might get new symptoms. You can sometimes manage this with medication called DMTs, which can reverse symptoms, though not always treat completely. The next is secondary progressive, which is a follow-on from which is the follow-on from relapsing remitting and is often talked about as SPMS. It's the stage of MS where the relapsing stops in effect or the remitting of the relapse stops. Your disability gets steadily worse. You're no longer likely to have relapses when your symptoms get worse, but then get better. And then there's me, primary progressive, PPMS. From the outset, the primary symptoms are progressive. Usually di diagnosing people in the 40s, um, early symptoms are often subtle, like problems with walking, which develop. There will usually be few or no relapses with PPMS. Instead, disability will accumulate. There can also be long periods where symptoms seem to stay level. People with primary progressive MS can experience many of the same symptoms of 
those with relapsing and remitting. However, they are often managed differently, i.e. primary progressive doesn't particularly have any medication. Have you ever tried to explain your MS symptoms to anyone in detail? I mean, really dig deep into how your MS affects you. It starts off with a tree trunk for me. And you grow from there. In the top of that tree trunk is fatigue. And then the branches start. Even though I only received my official diagnosis in 2018, there are times I can go back to my early 40s and find some of the early symptoms I now live with today. <clears throat> Speech. Fatigue creates so many of my symptoms and still catches me without warning today. Prior to 2018, the falling asleep issue happened many times. I thought I was just tired. However, I often wonder if I had managed those times better Perhaps I might not be so far on today. But that's a perhaps. Symptoms change gradually for me, so it's hard to detect. Although the deconditioning, which took place throughout the pandemic, I don't think I will ever get back. My wheelchair, which was once an aid to preserve my energy, is now my only way of having a social life. I can't stand for long. And I, I, I can't do it. It does also depend on what the symptom is for me. The most worrying is MS hug, which I've had a few times now, and it can go as quickly as it starts. I can only describe it as a constricting feeling in my chest, often only one side, but front and back. It can spread to the centre too, which immediately puts me into heart attack thoughts, and I have had blue light ambulances in for it in the past, because it's scary when it first starts. To understand MS hug, you need to understand what happens to my nerves, which cause the muscles to in effect spasm. It's not just MS hug. It happens all over my body. As explained earlier, our nerves are covered in what's called myelin sheath, which protects them from being exposed. In multiple cirrhosis, the myelin sheath gets damaged and the exposes the nerves. So when those nerves get exposed, there is nothing to stop the reaction. And believe you me, that reaction can send my pain levels from 1 to 10, just by the flick of an ankle. It's important to alert someone in your medical team, as it isn't always MS-related, and this needs ruling out. I feel very fortunate to have a good relationship with both my GP and my MS nurse, which means as soon as I recognise a change or a symptom I haven't had before, I speak to my GP and follow it with my NMS nurse. My GP is really knowledgeable on MS as well. It does still panic me though when MS hug starts because of whereabout in my chest I feel the pain and the hug. It's not a hug at all. 
with my MS being progressive, I do have many changes that just stay. And though they can be managed, they never really leave again. The days when they're at the worst, I rest up with a podcast, Netflix. And most importantly, say no. Or send apologies for Zoom meetings, etc. Because I am awful at saying no. I just carry on until I stop. And that's been me throughout my life. I just carry on until something in my body goes, no, we're not doing this anymore, stop. I have certain times in the day that I'm affected more than others as well. Uh, cross tea time, murder. Uh, and a lot of my meetings are across tea time. Which I suppose I really need to stop, don't I? But anyway. So... I suppose if you want to chat to me in the comments, please do. Um, on any of my social media, which can all be found at the end of this video. And um, let's chat again soon. Explain, let me know what you do to deal with changing symptoms because everyone's different and there's no one size fits all. Um, it's just managing what's thrown at us daily and just living day to day because unfortunately that's all we can do. We can't do any more than that because if I start to look into the future, it scares me and I'm not afraid to say that. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading wherever you've decided to consume this podcast. Um, and please follow me on social media and subscribe. Please subscribe and share me far and wide. You can find all the details at the end of this video. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Ta-ta for now.